Welcome to Sports BKC, presented by Big O Tires. It's Friday, February 7th, and I'm your host, Blair Kirkhoff. The first week of the rest of our lives with the Kansas City Chiefs as Super Bowl champions is coming to a close. And what a week it was for the Kansas City Sports Commission. In addition to planning a Chiefs victory parade, the office that does so many things, including securing national sporting events for Kansas City, found itself juggling several tasks this week. Before the Super Bowl, the commission issued a release that Kansas City was bidding for 28 NCAA championships, including some biggies like basketball, volleyball, and wrestling. Next was the Chiefs Parade, and the commission takes the lead on planning for those occasions. Then on Friday, the commission hosted the Win for Kansas City Sports Awards celebration, a wonderful event that attracted nearly 2,000 to the convention center for a luncheon with 12-time Olympic medalist swimmer Natalie Coughlin as the keynote speaker. At the center of it all is Kathy Nelson, president and CEO of the Sports Commission since 2011. Previously, Nelson had served as the Win for KC director. The parade was a major undertaking, as Nelson explained. So much planning and execution She shares some of the details about the operation, like, where did those double-decker buses come from? I don't see them around Kansas City. And where were they parked in town before the parade? So here we go with Kathy Nelson, who, in a matter of six days, announced Kansas City's bid for NCAA championships, helped pull off a Chiefs parade, and hosted the Win for KC luncheon. For them to all occur in one week has to be, um, let's just say, the busiest week maybe in your career Career, probably yeah Yeah. now you you have to plan for everything the the win was on the schedule for no matter what right right Mm -hmm. um and i know you planned a super bowl parade last year Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, really? You had to think about a parade. We did. Last, we planned for, last year. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and not then, to the intense and the intensity that we planned this year. Wow. Well, okay. Just yeah. feeling that confident. I guess. Yeah. I Maybe. guess. Yeah. Okay. But but uh, and also uh, the NCAA bids was do. do we, did, did you know when those were scheduled and yes. when that had to begin? We found out last fall, all the cities, when the NCAA came out with their timeline, um, that the bid portal, it's an online bid process, that was opening up in September. We had the fall and then, you know, continue to do your budgets for each bid you put together, bid process. Uh, I create a video for it. And then the uh, template for each one, all the venue specs, we knew that was all due Monday, February 3rd. Did you freak out when you saw these nah. things coming together? And when the Chiefs beat the Titans, that's when you knew the week was going to just be off mm-hmm. the rails, you know, mm-hmm. for you and, and, the, and the great people that you work with at the Sports Commission. How, how did you gear up for it? I mean, what, knowing that was, you know, I got the release for the, I was shocked when I got the release for the NCAA bids thinking, really, now? You got this, it has to happen <laughs> we now. We submitted early. <laughs> We submitted bids on Saturday before the Super Bowl, 28 bids, because we knew we couldn't wait until Sunday. Had had they lost, we would have been okay. But we knew our work started after a victory on Sunday, so we knew not to wait until Monday. There, it wouldn't. I mean, it, that would have been a bad idea. I was in the press box, I think, when I got the uh, <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Uh, all right, so yeah. let, let, let's go to parade day. What, yeah. What did, uh, how did your day begin? Where were you? Where were you? Um, uh, take, take us through your parade day. We started, well, the days all kind of blurred together. 
I mean, seriously, they win the AFC Championship and everyone goes, okay, we got to kick it into high gear. We had been meeting with police and fire department and city officials for weeks. But those, those two weeks became really real. Then we started to realize all of our plans now have to have a back plan. Right? Like, we know we're going to get buses. We know where those are coming from. Now we have to go sign contracts to get those buses. We need signage. Now we have to order the signage. We have to create a logo. Most of that was in the works. But after that win, that's when it became so real that all those triggers had to happen. And the scariest thing, you know, it's funny. People are like, I can't believe there's two weeks between the championships and the Super Bowl. Like, I could have used one more week. If just, we, just one more. Just, let's go three weeks. And I get it. Because not only were we stressed and a little panicked at times to get everything done, but then you think of the Chiefs and then that whole process they have to get through and parties and arrivals and transporting people. But but that day, that Wednesday, um, of course, not much sleep. We'd been up all day Tuesday. We'd been working outside for a good 12 hours, if not more. And then Wednesday on a few hours of sleep, if that, um, it was time to go. And so all those plans came in place. I laugh when you look at spreadsheets we have, shared Google Docs, hundreds of documents have gone into that day. I can imagine. Hundreds. How, how different was it from a uh, uh, launch and conclusion from 2015 with the Royals Parade? It seemed the path was about the same. Um. The biggest thing is we learned last year is we started to plan a Super Bowl parade with the police department and understanding what could happen. And our country's different, not just our city, our country's different. And it needed to be a straight route for security reasons. So then we started looking at the plaza, starting on the plaza, which was the six mile route. And knowing and understanding and appreciating resources that our city has, we don't have enough to go six miles. And then we looked at the downtown airport, and we actually, that was probably our front runner until about a month ago. We were going to use, and they were great to work with, we were gonna use a hangar in the very back of the airport and throw a massive party there, and then start the buses there. Um, But then that became the reality of shutting down entrances and exits and a bridge to the heart of our city. So now you can get a, we're concerned for traffic patterns and again security and the plan was to get all the players and everyone to the downtown airport and we'd start there and then and just, they just go down grand or we're going to come over um the bridge and turn left go the wrong way on fifth to grand and then up grand yeah but it just it it just didn't work like we wanted it to and we kept going back to berkeley and kept going back to, boy, we could stage here and these two lanes on either side. And it just it just became such a clear picture and a visual for our team with O'Neill events that this works. And we were laughing the next day. Well, that would have been yesterday, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is such a blur. So the next day, we all were in the office. And actually, Kelly O'Neill from O'Neill Events looked at me and she said, Do you realize that we planned this parade? We planned a party for 250 people of elected officials, which included the governor. Then we planned a party for 1,600 people at Union Station because at 6 a.m. they had 1,600 people showing up at Arrowhead. And at 8 a.m. we bust them to Union Station for a private VIP party inside of Union Station. So now we have to create this party with 
video boards and audio and food and beverage for 1600 and on top of that we planned a party for a thousand people at arrowhead which were the players and their families and coaches and ownership so now there are three parties going on that all have to come together at the perfect time to start this parade like yeah that worked out didn't that that kind of worked <laughs> but we learned you know we learned so much from 2015 and it was a yeah the uh the, the royals parade came off wonderfully mm-hmm. I, I thought i mean the, the weather was perfect it yes. gave it it gave it such a yes sunshine i mean yes. it, was, it was just it was perfect yes. you had a forecast that called for maybe um some snow mm-hmm. was that a, was that a big concern it was a concern from day one when you think of february in kansas city there absolutely we had targeted we had targeted Wednesday with the weather date of Thursday, and then it was like, okay, the weather looks better on Thursday. We were working with Gary, mostly Gary Lee's like at 41, just to get some background information as much as we could. Um, yeah. That, that was uh, – and we worked closely with the police, and Wednesday was the best date for the Kansas City Police Department, and that's what we did. And got lucky with the weather, turns out. Yeah, and we had a call Sunday at 2 o'clock before the Super Bowl. So three hours before the Super Bowl, we there were probably 20 of us on a phone call to say, you know what, it looks like it's going to be okay. We'll go with Wednesday. So it wasn't like Wednesday was truly decided weeks ago. It was hours before the Super Bowl actually kicked off that we decided Wednesday. And, and weather played a role in that or the forecast? Yeah. To some. Yeah. I mean, oh. it looked like the snow was not going to yeah. be heavy and maybe a couple inches. And, and we kept telling our staff, champions adjust. It'll be just fine. <laughs> they do. Indeed, they do. Champions adjust. Um, yes. Where did you spend the parade? Uh, running around, literally putting out fires and going back and forth. So started early. I don't even remember what time we were inside of Union Station. And it was almost eerie because we were in Union Station, which is close to the public. And the only people there are servers and the people in Pierpont's preparing for their party. Oh, and we threw a party inside of Pierpont's too that morning. I forgot about that. When all the players got off their vehicles... They came inside to Pierpont um, and had a party there. So it was just quiet, and all the police officers were in there with us, uh, Joel and Skip and all those guys, which is such a blessing. I've gone to high school with most of them, so that's a peace of mind. And, you know, Major Huth and Grant and Kevin, I mean, just all those guys were there, so it was a peace of mind. And then it was the, then the first wave of buses arrived about 9 a.m. at Union Station, so we started that party. But it was making sure the chairs were in the right spot. We labeled the chairs with dignitaries. So they had their names, making sure Paul Red was taken care of. And just continuing to go back and forth um, and understanding that lots of things were going to come together at one time. So we just need to remain calm at that time. Um, so about 8 o'clock, you know, a few fires were happening. A little car accident. A little, little car, a little, little, little chase. Yeah. But man, the police officers were awesome. So so we all had our own golf carts, got onto a golf cart, and headed down to Berkeley. It was probably nine, nine-ish. Got to Berkeley and then got everyone ready to get on their parade vehicles. Then the players arrived. Then we get the elected officials out of Barquet. And then we put 200 people on school buses, got them up. And then I was, we were all in walkie-talkie and literally just queuing cars. Not losing people. That was probably the biggest focus is not to lose anyone. Make sure that Kelsey gets on a bus. Please. Please get him on a bus. Um, 
and then got to third and grand. We moved the picture of people slowly, the buses slowly, which I have an unbelievable visual behind the scenes of all of these buses lined up as far as you could see. And then we sent the buses down the route. Some had dignitaries, VIPs, which they loved that, getting to see that. And then we had um, empty buses, which then we had to line on Main. And then we sent Paul Red in a golf cart, I think, after that. And then we started the parade. It was on. And then it was on. And then I got sprayed with a lot of beer. I was just standing on, you know, and it was just I think everybody crazy. did. Yes, yeah. We were perched on top of Messenger Coffee looking down on the parade, and that's where the Mahomes bus stopped. Mm-hmm. And he played catch with, you know, he was playing catch yeah. with the fans with the foam football. It was neat to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that a matter of the parade backing up for a second or trying to, do you remember? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Um it, did, it wasn't much, but a little bit. But we had, we used the, some of the volunteers from the St. Pat's Parade. They were out there on golf carts and helping us keep vehicles rolling. So we know where we're not experts and where we are and to pull in the right people at the right time. Um, but they were able to help us work with the bus drivers and Ford vehicles. You know, those buses arrived in Kansas City before the Super Bowl. Well, that's still confident, isn't it? But I guess they no probably had not. to. Yeah. yeah, you had right. They had yes. just. So well, where'd they come from? Oh my gosh, we had ten of those buses came from Philadelphia. Uh, we were supposed to have six of the buses came from Chicago, and then two buses were coming from Nashville. And at the last minute, Nashville pulled their two buses. So you know, you're like, well, we've got the whole parade manifest ready to go. What do we do now? Our biggest tire sale of the year happening now at Big O Tires. Buy two tires, get two free on select tires in stock. That's two tires free when you buy an alignment and tire protection package. That's 50% off tires at Big O Tires. It's going on now, but it all ends soon. Buy two tires, get two free at all participating Big O Tires. Installation additional plus shop fee of up to 10% of non-discounted retail price, not to exceed $35. Hurry, sale ends Monday, President's Day. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. We're back with Kansas City Sports Commission President and CEO Kathy Nelson, who is telling us about how the city secured buses for the Chiefs Parade. In about 90 seconds, you'll hear an unusual noise in the background. Kathy and I were standing in the hall outside of the ballroom at the Kansas City Convention Center, and near us was a vendor taking down an auction display. That included putting framed photos in boxes, and he used a tape gun to secure those boxes. So you'll hear the tape gun making tape gun noises. You're you're actually going to hear this happen twice. So just so you know, Now, back to my conversation with Kathy Nelson. 
So Nashville pulls the oh, two so buses. Oh, so Nashville pulled the two buses, and poor Jacob on our staff and Nicole, who were overseeing transportation, they went, you know, w- w- what are we going to do with 60 people? Um, so we called the company, and Philly ended up sending an extra one. But to get here in time, they had to leave Saturday morning. So talk about a gut check. I feel like I could have been the jinx, right? And in our office the Friday before, we had all this parade stuff that all the signage was done. I mean, like, you know, it had to be. Um, So the buses arrived, and luckily we know someone that owns uh, Hunt Midwest. (laughs) So we hid them in caves. So that worked very well. That's brilliant. Again, use your resources. And we figured out somebody we know owns something that we could use. Uh, so that was a pretty easy phone call. So we hid them in the caves, and then not until the victory did they start wrapping them. Okay. And then we, and then the banners arrived Monday, and then everything else arrived. And well, yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's great. You I, would, I mean, I have so many behind this. I mean, it's just. Well, it sounds like we, we need uh, we need to start a double-decker bus company here in town, right? Got to have Go our own. figure. You know, one of our ideas was that it um, is on Armed Services. It ended up being on Armed Services Day. So we really were leaning towards a military parade. We worked with the Missouri National Guard, and they could have had enough vehicles for the parade, but the Chiefs really loved the idea of double-decker buses. And I thought yep. that worked well. You get yeah. you're 15 deep in the parade, you know, on the on the yeah. side of the road. You can't see over people, but you mm-hmm. can see up. And I thought mm-hmm. that was a good idea until the players got off the bus and started doing the the rope line. I just kept thinking they're going to jump over one of those barricades and hurt, get hurt, and that that makes me very anxious. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, real quick tell me what the NCAA mm-hmm. events Kansas City is in play for. So we put bids together, four years of basketball, men's basketball, first and second rounds. We put together four separate bids for men's regionals for all four years, hoping that maybe we'll get a first and second round and a regional within that four years. I know we'll get, hopefully I, I say that, but I'm pretty sure we'll get some type of men's basketball. We submitted a bid for NCAA Division One women's volleyball again. Uh, I think that we're pretty close, if not still holding the attendance record, so I think that'll come back. I hope that comes back. Wrestling, gymnastics, uh, track and field, some golf. I mean, all of that is kind of sprinkled in, but the the complicated bids were wrestling, basketball, and volleyball. I mean, we keep, we're told that wrestling is the next largest collegiate championship next to a men's Final Four, and I believe it. When you see it in person, I believe that. It comes with a convention. Um, so that's a complicated bid. Shame on them if they don't pick Kansas City this time. Expected it last time. Uh, We've expected it the last two cycles. So, yeah, they've seen the venue now. Um, They'll come back for a site visit this summer, which is something new for the NCAA. They didn't used to do site visits. They saw everything on paper, and they would select a city from kind of what they knew. But uh, they'll do some site visits and, you know, Power and Light District and Grand and everything we can do with that championship. And there's enough room inside of Sprint Center for all of the practice mats. They don't have that anywhere. So I think that, that we've got some positives going there. But this Super Bowl parade could not have come at a better time. When you think about our NCAA bids were submitted, the win luncheon, of course. We're in the running for World Cup. NFL draft's coming up. We're the only city 
that hosted a Super Bowl parade that got to show off our city for any of this. That's pretty cool. And you had uh, tickets for sale here in the uh, foyer for the Big 12 Women's Basketball Tournament. Comes mm-hmm. back to Kansas City for the first time in uh, more than a decade, I suspect. It's been a long time since it was back at Municipal. 2012 was the last okay, time it was almost here. Okay, almost a decade. So. Gosh, have I been here that long? I guess I have. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, hopefully today um, created some awareness for that, if, for yeah. those that didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, because that, talk about good basketball, you'll see some really good basketball there. All right, yeah. Kathy. Thanks a lot. Thank you. That'll do it for another week of Sports Beat KC. I hope you enjoyed our Super Bowl-centric shows. A big thanks to producers Derek Donovan and Randy Mason for putting together the episodes. And here's a programming note. Sports Beat KC can be found on our KansasCity.com site. We give the podcast its own headline, and we embed it in stories. Also, it's available where you download podcasts. And where you can leave a comment or a like, please do that. It helps. We'll be back on Monday to begin another week of Sports Beat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day.